As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal. Thank you for tuning in to the Action Ambition Podcast. I am Philip Lanos, and today we are joined by Randy Whitman, founder, owner, and lead instructor of Frog Temple Pilates and yoga in Chicago for 21 years, specializing in private, semi-private, and group lessons in the classical method of Pilates, as well as specializing in pre- and postnatal work athletes, teens, and all levels of fitness. Again, Frog Temple Chicago is the Instagram handle. Randy Whitman, thank you for joining the show. How you doing? Hi, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so more than ever, we need to be stretching, to be moving. Most of us are at home. I mean, things are picking back up, but movement is not in general in modern society that common unless someone is into fitness. And yet the things you can teach people are needed more than ever. Does that, right. does that ever cross your mind? <laughs> uh, the necessity of movement? Yeah. Yes. Every minute <laughs> of every day. Um, No, I mean, I think especially during this this time when we're all, you know, we've been in our homes and stagnant and and just, you know, aching to have contact and be around people and, and get blood flowing. Um, it's such an important time to continue to take care of your body, continue to take care of your, your health and your, um, you know, blood flow and your mind. I mean, it's all connected, obviously. So, um, If you're kind of letting that go, then, you know, just, I actually just had a client today that was telling me how she, she was feeling like she was getting so forgetful more than ever in her life. And really, um, you know, the key is, is movement is getting blood flow and, uh, you know, it's all related. It's all related. The mind body connection is, is powerful. Now, did you always see yourself being an instructor in fitness and health and wellness? Um, well, I was a professional dancer for a long time and uh, did the 
the dance company circuit for many years in my, my younger years. And I was very prone to injury, had a, had a ruptured disc in my spine at one point. And that is what led me to really digging a little deeper and connecting to Pilates. Um, that was after I really tried everything else. I mean, I love massage. I'm actually also a massage therapist. I studied that wow. really just kind of searching for, you know, what is going to make me stronger and keep me out of uh, the operating room and give me longevity and give me, you know, energy and everything else and Pilates. And, and I, I was into yoga as well. And, and I am, but Pilates seemed to be the one thing that I found that, um, you know, I hate to say fixed, but quote fixed me and, and kept me um, mobile and stable and strong. And so from the, really from the get-go of doing Pilates, um, I just knew that I wanted to delve deeper and, and share it, you know, with other people. I knew other dancers, obviously, in my, in my circle and wanted to help them. And it just, it just kept going from there. You know, uh, I've, I've met a lot of dancers. When I was uh, visiting in New York, for, I was visiting. I was there for like three years. I just told myself I was <laughs> <laughs> and, uh And then I came back to L.A., but I met a lot of dancers there. And uh, I would go and I had a lot of friends. So that would go to see their shows, the way they're rehearsing, warming up. It's so hard on the body. But what's harder on the body? Movement like that or being sedentary and sitting in front of a computer every day? <laughs> Um, I got to tell you, that's an excellent question because they're both hard on the body in very different ways. Um, I wouldn't take back a minute of how hard dance was on my body. That was my passion. And that was my, my, you know, that was my thing. Um, and I loved it and I got injured, but I still loved it. I don't regret it. But I, I think that what I'm seeing in bodies that are now coming in after this quarantine, um, that there's just, it's not just the bodies that are, that are um, hurting, but like I said, I mean, the, the mind, the clarity and the energy is also lacking. And that comes from lack of movement and, and lack of oxygen to the blood, to the muscles. And um, so, one, you know, really from day one of people starting to come back live here. I mean, I've been doing the Zoom classes for this this year, but now coming back live is a whole nother world, getting on the equipment, getting hands-on and interaction. And um, just, just like I said, day one, people are, are feeling um, revived, you know, and, and motivated. And that's, that's empowering to me as a instructor and as a business owner and just as a human being. You know, I don't want to miss an opportunity. We, you, you mentioned how Pilates had done wonders for you. And I, th I could be wrong, um, but I, I think that uh, mostly I've seen Pilates being attended by women, right? And yet I wonder, do, do men, like, is it, is it a gender thing or do men just simply have no idea that it would be good for them too? Um, well, I will tell you that I have taught more men lately than ever. And I have 
a lot of male clients. I always have. Yes, I've had more female clients. And so the short answer to that is that, so prior to this COVID thing, I feel like the men that came in a lot were husbands of women that were already coming in that kind of egged their husbands on <laughs> to take better care of themselves. And um, because Pilates is very detailed, it's very in depth, there's a lot of information um, and you have to focus. So it's not just like count to 10 lift weights onto the next thing. I mean, you really, it's, it's a mind body exercise, it's breath work, there's so, so many layers to it. And I think that at some point, and I don't mean to, no, no disrespect, <laughs> but I, I do think that a lot of guys just kind of lose interest in that amount of depth. You know, they want to just get at it, get to it. Do I have to really think so much about this? Do, you know, right. And that, so that's one level. The other level is I, it's hard and harder than you'd think. So I do <laughs> think some guys come in thinking it's going to be, you know, a cakewalk and it's hard, you know, so that steers guys away. But now post COVID, I will say that, like I said, more and more men are coming in. And I think a, because they're working from home and a lot have always wanted to do Pilates and just couldn't make it in and, and are loving it. I mean, it's been awesome. It's great to see one guy come in and another guy is waiting in the waiting room. And then they see that and they're like, oh, it is cool for me to be in here. And then another guy's coming in and they're like, oh, this is the cool place to be. So I don't know, you know, I don't know the male mind as well um, as I, <laughs> I don't think I ever will, but um, I do feel that um, it's like a guy, it's gotta be like a guy's club, you know, like you're doing it. It's okay. We can dig deep. We can, you know, so but the results, I will say, for men versus women, it happens quicker. Wow. And that is after 21 years of teaching this, I feel. And, and that's another thing. The, the women who send their husbands in get kind of mad because their husbands are like <laughs> are, are changing and evolving and losing weight and getting stronger. And they're like, I don't know why this is so hard for you. This is, you know, but I, I think that men really respond to Pilates kind of quicker. Um, wow. but it was, but, you know, back to your original question, Pilates was not meant to be a women's exercise. It was created by a man, Joseph Pilates, and it was, um, uh, originally introduced to, um, soldiers of, at war, men. So, um, you know, it became a woman's kind of route when Joe went to did this New York, happen? How uh, did this happen? From Germany. <laughs> I know, you know, people don't even know there's a guy behind this. They're like, Pilates, <laughs> what does that even mean? It's a person. It's a human being's name. And he, uh, so when he went to New York um, and opened up his studio there, it was in the same building as American Ballet Theater. And so a lot of dancers came and then it became the dancer's workout. So it evolved into that. So that's kind of the thing about Pilates. It's really, there's so many levels to it where you said in the beginning, you know, you teach teens, teach pregnant people, teach elderly, teach, you know, the injured. What it really is, it's like the Statue of Liberty of fitness. Bring your this, that, and the other. And we I will dig that. welcome you all.
I dig that. No, it's really cool. I think cool I'll put that on a t-shirt. You need to. You need to. It, it actually it reminds me a lot of the uh, the depth that martial arts can have um, in terms of like breathing and technique and making sure it's done right. And so I can I can see how many yeah, now for sure. having learned this very parallel to that. Yeah, you know, uh, would have an affinity for that. Now that being said, it has to have been challenging running. Uh, a fitness studio uh, focusing on Pilates and yoga, like online, that had to have been different. That adjustment period, and you know, it had to um, have been crazy. You think? Not, especially because you're kinesthetic, right? So the kinesthetic begins yeah. to begins to suffer. Where that's where you get your main stimulation. So, what was that transition like? Um. Well, it was complicated at first. Um, it's complicated, kind of still, but the choice was only that so it was you know i've had my studio here for 20 years i wasn't about to close my doors wow you know for good even though i thought about it i really had a moment of like well maybe this is time to go to cooking school like i always wanted to but um <laughs> or whatever right. but i uh so you know transferring everything onto, onto Zoom was um, very challenging. But I will tell you right away, really right away, people flocked to Zoom, to the classes. I was surprised. I mean, I threw up like a 30-minute uh, a free whatever on Facebook Live, and there were 400 people that came to take the class. Of course, <laughs> it's free. But I was like, really? there's a call for this. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll head in that direction. And I think, uh, there was just no choice, but you know, it's, it's became fun. I have two kids. So I got to teach from home. I got to be with them. Everybody's home. And, um, now it's getting a little old, but, um, I'm grateful for it. Honestly, I can't even, I, I was just thinking the other day about like, going through this COVID, what if we didn't have the technology we have now? I mean, we would oh, all wow. really be out of our minds. You know, thankfully, this exists going through this pandemic without social media, without, you know, but um, so I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for it. And, I've, and I have a lot of clients that stuck with me through this whole time and, are, you know, we're old clients. They took classes on Zoom. Now they're starting to come back in the studio and I'm just like beyond grateful that this is, you know, we're still thriving. You know, you bring up a good point. It's getting old and what would it be like if we didn't have this technology? And then the opposite is true, right? What if we had even better technology like 5G, being able to create faster internet connection, virtual reality, augmented reality. Imagine giving yoga lessons like that. And that same thing is there, but you're still safe or whatever. Like that's going to be the future. I mean, this is just my hypothesis, but um, I know that it's something that we should all be considering across. Well, the it's, board. A, it's an interesting one. <laughs> now, now I would, yeah, I mean, let's, let's knock on some wood. <laughs> saying let's knock on wood that we don't have to go that route again you know ever <laughs> in our lives but yeah. i mean this this ain't over yet really so no it's know. not 
Um, now, that being said, uh, where do you see the future going for you in terms of like, you're going to stick to this? Are you are you slowly bringing people back into the studio? Uh, are you, you're in Chicago. So what are the restrictions like there? How are things in ch improving, changing, getting worse? Um, you know, I mean, every day is like a different story, but things are improving. Things are opening. Um, I can have small group classes now. So I do have groups of five at a time on the equipment. Um, so there's mat classes, which is all on Zoom. And that's, that's, I'm excited to get people back on the apparatus, which is such a key part of Pilates. So that's fun. And just everyone being together, everyone's having such a great time. We are masked, but slowly everybody's getting vaccinated. So that's great. I've been vaccinated now. So that's that other level of comfort that is awesome. Um, but I am actually working as we speak on doing a whole platform, a whole new platform, my own platform of um, pre-recorded classes, like a Peloton wannabe. And uh, so in fact, next week I've hired my cameraman, I've got my lighting people, I've got my editing. It's something I've been actually thinking about for years, literally years, but now, you know, I, I feel more comfortable and more capable after doing this over this last year. So I'm going to be doing that, recording a bunch of stuff and still having the, the live classes and, you know, just evolving as things evolve, you know, going with the flow of quarantine, the flow of COVID. Really. I, I really admire your your ingenuity and your ability and willingness to pivot so that your business succeeds. I mean, it's it's no joke to have been running a business for over 20 years and uh, to ha to face a crisis like you did. And um, I'm not sure if you had a team on board with you that you had to like, you know, break the news or find a way to make it work. And then there's loans that maybe you could have taken, but maybe you didn't want to. I mean, it's not easy to be a small business owner um, and to figure these things out. And uh, if there's any words of wisdom you, you could share for anyone who has brick and motor, a place where people are going to come to, and uh, for, as someone who's been running one for over 20 years, uh, what are some things they need to wrap their head around and maybe change the way they're looking at the way their business looks and what the possibilities may be? Um, gosh, it's a long answer, <laughs> but I think that, you know, I mean, you've got to do what you're passionate about. Um, the old, you know, what brings you joy? And this has been such a source of, of joy, of, of passion for me for so long that, um, but you, you know, you have to go, I mean, I say you, but I'm really mean talking to myself. I'm, I'm very okay with going with the flow, going with the changes that are presented to you. I mean, at first you kind of fight it, you know, with this, this whole thing, there was a bit of a fight in my head of what to do. I mean, I had a lot of teachers here originally and that has all sort of scattered. Um, you know, I've left, I'm left with just a small handful of teachers at this point. And, but instead of panicking and running and freaking out, I just sort of looked at what was laid out in front of me 
and went, all right, what am I going to do with what is in front of me? And how can I even make it better? You know, that's what we're all saying in all businesses. How can we take this and turn it into lemonade, you know? And I have this beautiful space that I was very much considering closing and, and doing all kinds of things, but I, I actually did not come into my studio for about three months when this started. Closed down, went home, taught from home, didn't even walk in the door. And again, like I said, thought of, of shutting down, but then I walked in after those three months and looked around and went, I love my space. I love what I have here. What can I do with what I have in front of me? And um, so really I got excited about it. So it flipped from, from you know, glass half empty to glass half full. And that is what I'm committed to. And that is what I think you know, you have to commit to, you have, and, and it's so amazing to see what people have done with their businesses, how people have turned them around and, and made it um, even better than it was before. And uh, so that's kind of my long sentence advice is to just kind of, you know, see it for what it is and don't, you know, and try to, uh, try to evolve, look deep in your soul and think, well, what else what else is there? And, uh, you know, like I said, find the, the lemonade within it. I love or it. Limeade or whatever yeah, you drink. Limeade you know? is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Now, Randy, it's been a long, uh, people, been a long week. <laughs> Randy, long people, people are probably listening and going, I need to get in touch. I need to connect. So first of all, your Instagram handle is Frog Temple Chicago, right? And the same thing goes, yes. uh, Twitter handle is Frog Temple Pilates. But like, how do you prefer to be connected to people? Like how, how should they be reaching out to you and connecting with you? Is it your website? Is it social media? Um, these days, most people are going on the website and emailing me. Um, that seems to be the best direction. I do have a lot of comments on my Instagram page. Twitter, I, I, I'm going to admit, I'm not that into it. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, I don't it just was like one too many things. It was one too many things. But uh, <laughs> with this new video stuff that I'm doing, I really realize I've got to like up my social media, um, you know, placement or whatever you call it. But uh, emailing is really best. Pilates at frogtemple.com. It's on the website, frogtemple.com. Um, that's the best way. Awesome. No, awesome. Yeah. And now we reach the, uh, the, the, the traditional question of the show. And that is, if there could have been the perfect audience of one, someone who sat side by side with us in our conversation here and could have chimed in or just listened, who would that person be? Someone you admire, someone you want to hire? And, and what would you say to them? Uh, gosh, it's, it's a good question. It's a hard one to answer because there's so many people that I admire and having nothing to do with Pilates. And I will, I will throw this in here that when I study and try to figure out, you know, try to motivate myself or try to evolve or, or all those things, just learn, I seek out people unrelated to Pilates 
people like Brene Brown, who um, I think that her books have helped me so much. Um, and just her, her Instagram and her quotes and her TED Talks. And she's just got this, this um, language that feeds me. It really feeds me. And her whole um, dialogue about vulnerability and um, tapping into your vulner vulnerability. I think that is such a word that is powerful and that we all need to um, explore. And anyway, you ask who it is. She's she's what comes. She's who comes to mind as somebody that um, I have such high regard for, and yeah, I learn from. Can you imagine her sitting in with us, chiming in on the conversation? Hey, you know what, Brene, if you're listening, we need yeah. to set up a podcast. <laughs> I'd probably be like, let's just turn it into your, you know, interview instead. I'd love to just sit in on it, you know. Oh, uh, no, I love but, it. Randy, yeah. you, you have so yes. much to offer people. Uh, I can tell in your energy. I can tell the work Thank that you, you do really puts you in a position to be giving. And I really appreciate the 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 openness you've you've brought to this episode. I want people to go check out again frogtemple.com. You can send an email at Pilates at frogtemple.com. Uh, you can also follow Frog Temple Chicago on Instagram and uh, you can get all the Instagram lives and all the things. Uh, Randy <laughs> Whitman a founder, an owner, an instructor. You know what time it is. Uh, everyone give her some love. And Randy, thank you for stopping by the show. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. It was really nice meeting you. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind the scenes footage and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Action and Ambition and we'll see you on the next episode. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.